might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine Welcome to Teaching My Mother ABA, where we put a unique spin on teaching ABA by using pop cultural references and real life scenarios. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the shit show we call life. Okay, it's been a week. So my my pop culture reference is you have a plan. I don't even have a plus. <laughs> Which I think leads perfect into oh. this this week's episode because I did have a plan for this week's episode. <laughs> However, it's gone to the cats gone to the off the rails off the rails yes mm-hmm. um so we have listed in as our guests we don't have a guest um <laughs> no, we a do guest not. with mm-hmm. us today however the guest is my other personality <laughs> because it's oh. just been okay let me tell you what just happened um so because it <laughs> it is so may is mental health awareness month um and i was I was recently diagnosed with bipolar, which not a lot of people know, but I have severe up and downs and I also have severe panic attacks. And I just had, I'm, you can't tell it very much right now, but I just came out of a debilitating panic attack and we had a CU that we were supposed to present together as co, you know, we do things. Mm -hmm. Mm Co-presenters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) mom had to start the CU. And I disappeared. Um, I was downstairs trying to pull myself together. It did not work very well, but mom did an amazing job pulling together a CU that I had not planned properly. Um, anyone who was in cask with us this week knows she likes plans and I well, don't okay. plan. So I like, I, okay. hmm. I am not a planner <laughs> and anyone that has worked with me in the past would never be like, oh, let's list Anissa's strengths. Planning would be one of them. But I am more of a, like, can I just have a general, like, idea of what's going to happen in my life? The good thing about this CEU is when I started looking at ABA and what I wanted to do in ABA, OBM, which is Organizational Behavior Management, has always been my thing. My um, doctorate, everything was on change management, organizations. I love that. Thank goodness the CEU was on organizational um, behavior management and I was able to do all of it. But one slide was like this crazy behavioral graph that I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I hope that she's able to come up here because my notes for that graph, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to plan in case something happens that I can take over. And so my notes for the graph are downstairs. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So she's back upstairs. And plus she sat me on the floor. Like any of you that are over the age of 12, like sitting crisscross applesauce, not the best like way to sit. So I am crisscross applesauce on the floor, on the coffee table doing the CEU. So I'm paralyzed basically from the waist down. And I don't have my information. Luckily, she came back up. She's able to explain the graph. The funny part about it was, so it's a process management system, which we could talk about that. That would be super fun, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once she explained it, I was like, oh, 
I totally get the graph now. So she can teach. So like your score might be a little higher this week for the exam that you were able to pull yourself out of a mental health crisis or a small crisis and teach me about some crazy (laughs) graph thing. Behavior systems analysis. Yes, it was, it it is, it's a crazy graph. I, we will have to, we should post it in our show notes. That's what we should talk about. Like (laughs) that graph is crazy. It is super helpful. And now that she explained it, it means something. Yeah. So that's the topic for this week. It is CEUs. Yes. (laughs) What I was continuing education in ABA is so important is we just came from the Council of Autism Service Providers conference. So that Mm. was kind of the kickoff for what this show is going to be. But I thought that it was we needed to lay our foundation, our antecedents to why we are crazier this week. Or today than we usually are. And we do throw around the word crazy a lot. We throw around Brit's other personality. We realize that mental health is not a joke and that if you are in a mental health crisis, you should seek uh, help. help. And help from those around you. Yes. I am very lucky to have yeah. a lot of people who care deeply about me and help try to get me what I need and <laughs> when I need it and where I need it. And and if I wouldn't have been able to come up for that one slide, she would have been able to either pull it together or be like, email us later for <laughs> for that opportunity. Yeah. So I do have the gift of gap that usually, and like I said, I knew enough about it. I probably could have figured it out. But uh, anyway, so we've been at CASP. Um, amazing organization. Amazing. It was a really good conference. I think we're all so happy to be back in that in-person learning environment. Um, we were in Portland, which was an interesting, like first time, first time downtown Portland. Um, so much that could be said about that, but anyway, um, beautiful venue. It was a nice, um, a nice location. We could walk and, Everything was good about that. Um, We were able to sit in on some amazing sessions. And I think that anytime you get to like be a part of continuing ed, you should, but we can talk about that a little later. So that's what we've been doing. We've been together nonstop since. Oh my God. It's been a, no, it'll be How, like when, Friday. Oh yeah. If this tells you where I'm at right now, anyone who knows me, I am not a feel like I give me my personal space right now. I'm kind of sitting on top of my mom right now because I need a safe space. <laughs> I don't. And she's trying really hard not to turn away from me. Yeah, I like, can oh tell. Oh my God. Like we're like, touching we're me. right on top um, of one another. It's super close. It's yeah. good. It's fine. It'll be great. It's good. I'll pat you on the back after we're done. <laughs> uh- <laughs> okay. So it is now time. We're going to move into It's All Relative, where my mom and I answer questions to see who knows who best. Don't worry. We're keeping score because someone someone raised me with the mindset that not everyone gets a trophy. Uh, this week's going to be a little different. So first off, she is in ahead, I think, by one point. Yeah. I, yes. yeah, I, don't I had to make sure. the questions easy last week so that she could oh, I Okay, whatever. Uh-huh. Yep. So this week we're going to do... <laughs> We're going to put a little twist on it's all relative. So we spent the beginning of the week, as we said, at an amazing conference, CASP. Um, so we're going to ask each other each three questions to see if we remember <laughs> what actually happened. And by the way, neither of us had anything to 
drink. We didn't have any. Like, it was a dry conference. Yeah, it was for us anyway. Yeah, not for there were <laughs> not for people, everyone. There was there was a lot of people. It was not a dry yeah. conference for. It was a dry yes. conference for so, us. So to see mm-hmm. if we remember what really happened, or more importantly, <laughs> to see if our stories match up. So, mom, you can go first, asking me three questions. Okay. So my first question is, what did Jerry, our waiter, at the melting pot, which I've never been to, um, dress up for as a Halloween costume? An adult, uh, an adult Girl Scout in a kid's Girl Scout costume? That is right. <laughs> so we had <laughs> we had the best waiter ever jerry was awesome um we've never been to the melting pot which Which i I love apparently yeah the best the other really like the the spinoff on this whole like how the week has ended is that brit was sick the whole time and couldn't eat and so what she could did find out that the melting pot is the perfect place for her because everything was either like soaked in cheese or boiled or drenched in chocolate. Yes. Apparently chocolate was like the one thing I could eat. So I broke my tooth. It was a whole nother story. Yeah. Jerry, it was Jerry great. was great. It was his first drag outfit. Yes. And it was an oh, adult. He was he um, Karen, the adult Girl Scout. Yes. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. great. Which yeah. um, I also was an adult Girl Scout. <laughs> Not really like for Halloween though, but I did work for Girl Scouts. So then we had a nice conversation about the Girl Scout costume or outfit or uniform i don't know what the right terminology is okay (laughs) next question what are the four items i purchased at the pendleton um factory Ooh, a mouse pad a buffalo mouse was it a mouse pad or a it was a mouse pad okay so because you don't like the way my mouse clicks on the desk (laughs) click click Okay. okay yep one yeah a shirt for dustin a nice Mm-hmm. Pearl, pearl snap, snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a shirt for dad uh-huh and something else buffalo. oh yeah i remember it now i forgot for a minute right i know that we have some amazing music going on and you're about to run out of time <laughs> uh i don't know what the fourth one was a buffalo a buffalo coffee table book oh i just moved it for into yeah, your room for anyone who wants to learn more about buffalo when they come to my house uh the I think that it's now the Buffalo House. I think that's what we'll just call, call it. it. Okay. okay. The final question. What was, you're so going to get this wrong. What was my most embarrassing moment in Portland? When I told you to raise your hand. Oh, you did get During right. a talk and then they actually called on you and you... <laughs> Didn't actually know why you were raising your hand. Yeah. So I went to one of her sessions um, for the simple reason that I normally don't go to her sessions that I'm not speaking at because I'm a stage mom. So, but I didn't want to ride the (laughs) elevator up to the one session. And then it's like, there was this whole elevator production. Um, Anyway, so I'm sitting in there and their question was asked and I like, I was sort of kind of paying attention, but she like, pointed at me to raise my hand. So I raised my hand and I wasn't paying attention to what the question was. Plus she's like, don't talk during my presentations in general. It throws me off. Yeah. So <laughs> then the speaker, the person she was co-presenting like called on me and she's like, would you like to share? And I'm like, no, thank you. 
And then the speaker, the speaker <gasps> thought that she was joking. So the best was part horrible. too. It was so horrible. Is I'm so co-presenting with one of my like idols in telehealth, oh. Joy Pollard. Love her. Um, I am still Joy. can't believe that I get to work beside her in some things. Um, plus, Gina Green was in the room, so I am. She's I'm, very nice. I didn't know that she was the um, in charge of APBA. So, so that we was- have those of us who are, those of you who are on my video are watching us video. When someone <laughs> walks into the room, who I am like, oh my gosh, they're amazing in the field, like they're huge, or I'm in love with them. I do this. <laughs> So she knows that she I'm flails not, her hands yes. about. Flails so her she hands knows about. I'm not going to be able to pull it together to appropriately talk to this person. So she needs to like step it up because she has no idea. And so she can usually pull it together. But she asked Gina Green, what? Oh, you're a member of APPA? <laughs> She's like, um, no, I'm the CEO. Oh. So now I'm making her flashcards with pictures. So now I'm like, well, thank you. It was a great conference that I attended. I really enjoyed that. That brings me back to the time I sat by the governor, lieutenant governor, or somebody <laughs> at a concert. Um, and I didn't know who it was. And my boss at that time was like, after they left, he's like, did you know who that was? And I'm like, no. And he told me, and I was like, he's like, oh, please, I hope you did not say anything. <laughs> so, so with her skill of being able to talk about anything, she can also talk to anyone, <laughs> anyone except for, um, who's your oh pioneer woman, pioneer that woman. Really, that was yes. really, um, that was embarrassing. I like kind of had a fangirl moment and couldn't like make a it was bad. Anyway, was okay, 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 okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so I have mine written down. Where? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know where they all went, but so I'm going to try to remember them. Okay, so the first thing, mm-hmm. when you fell on your ass, <laughs> why couldn't I catch you? <laughs> because you were holding our desserts and didn't want <laughs> them to fall. So... <laughs> I had on shoes, which I wore these shoes so many times, but the streets in Portland are like um, pavers, like pavers. And it rains in Portland, Pacific Northwest, right? So I have on these, like, they're tennis shoey, like, Ugg things. They're like slip-on shoes. And I'm walking, like, downhill, and I'm like, I hope I don't fall on my butt. And then I walk over, like, a, <laughs> like a standing water, like, silver sewer cover. Oh. I don't know what it was. I fell so hard on my ass and i i do i did jump up like lightning though right uh-huh <laughs> spring chicken it's like holy hell i broke a hip that's it oh my gosh so i went to catch her right and in this arm i had so we have a thing that we always get a dessert to go after we eat anywhere and eat it in our and beds. eat it in our beds in the hotel room while watching friends um I I had the dessert in my hand and I went to catch her and then she hit the bag on the dessert. So I moved my hands out of the way and let her fall the rest of the way. To save her the dessert was saved. It was delicious. It was a really good. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Okay, so, Let's hear it. <laughs> um, day on Tuesday, what were my three presentation topics? Um, the first one would have been TRICARE. Yep. The second one was, uh, cultural competency. (laughs) That would be the one I was in. 
And the third one was telehealth. Yes. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did great in all of them. I didn't, I mean, I wasn't in the telehealth one, but I'm sure that when the TRICARE one or TRICARE, I'm sure that when after the TRICARE one, that some lady came up and was like, I'm sorry that you're mad at me because your face. I am so sorry. So if I offended anyone <laughs> with my facial expressions, I apologize. My, I've never been able to hide my facial expressions. No. And when mm-hmm. somebody is attacking someone else, I tend to go into some like weird bear mode in my face anyone who talks to me thinks that I am mad at them and I am not I'm mad at the fact that people are not are people are dumb you're intense I'm intense intense. a little intense yes passionate Mm -hmm. so then third what was my favorite talk I went to um so your favorite like overall talk just overall everyone keynote everyone I went to so I I don't know what it was called, but there was something about <laughs> something about social emotional awareness or something or whatever because you renamed yourself the chief emotions officer. Yeah. So I don't know what the talk was about, but she can't like she was texting me about feelings. What was it? Was that the one? So was yeah. Okay, so I have two. Okay. Um, my first was the. First keynote, and I wish oh, I knew trauma. what it was. Ta- she talked, but she talked about her trauma and her PTS within her job and mm-hmm. um, helping others. And I really resonated with her. Is that the word? It I resonated. It resonated with, you. with me. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. My second, not my second, my one that ranked up there with is um, Liz Matthews. She is amazing. She does a lot with Tricare, owns her own business. Um, She's just a powerhouse female. And I absolutely love working with her and getting the opportunity to um, know her. She cannot remember what hers was called either. And I'm so sorry. Um, But she talked about burnout and um, <laughs> creating just an amazing company. And I think she's done a great job. And I think what she's doing really lines up with what we're doing. Yeah. So she was amazing. So the t- first talk was, was um, Dr. Susan Bilali Haas. And it was, she's an expert in burnout prevention, stress yeah. management and resilience and a mental health advocate. Yes. So she, that was a really good talk. It was. Yeah. Like yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then Liz, I can't remember what I'll have she to look. Did. So let's talk about that a little bit as we're going to go to class. And learn something. Okay, so again this week we're going to do a little different. Instead of a term, we're going to talk about continuing education. Because while knowing your terms and knowing everything on the task list and in the book is really important, um, it's also important to know, as we learned this week, to how to keep your certifications in line and in check and active across the board. Um, so when you become a BCBA, you have to continue your education, continuing education, any professional licensure um, certificate, you have that continued education. For us, it is um, in a two-year cycle, we have to complete 32 CEUs foreign ethics, and then three in supervision if applicable. So if you're supervising um, individuals, you have to complete those supervision CEUs. And you can do this in a number of different ways. Um, You can get them at conferences. You can get them um, 
online. Online. <laughs> uh, you can do it through teaching, through publishing. Um, there's a number of different options to obtain those CEUs. So this week we kind of we did a few. So um, we're still working on some publications. I got three in the in the tank waiting still. Um, I checked today; they did update, but they didn't oh, didn't post. I know. Um, so you have publications, you have teaching. You can, as a professor, I can get CEUs from teaching. Um, and then we went to the CAST conference, and then we also presented um, a recorded CEU out. Uh, we're gonna do something fun, and we're gonna do a blooper CEU where it's the live recording, so you get to hear my dog barking and the door opening and closing and mom looking at me side-eyed and all of those. And then we're going to also post the more professional recording for those of you who want that CU. And then you can also um, get them through podcasts that offer uh, meet those continuing education requirements. So we got a lot going on this week with our continuing education. Um, in layman terms, continuing education is just you must keep learning. Right. Which in any in any job that you do, continuing education is so important, right? Um, we have we carry a licensure. So the fact that we have to do CEUs just like if you were a mental health professional, if you had that licensure, if you're a doctor, if you're anyone, I think it's really important. I honestly um I worked in youth development prior to this. And I do feel like even those professionals that work in youth development should be required to have a C have a CEU process because I think it's so important that we continue to work and learn. There's jets flying over now. Um, Cause I think it just is really important that we do that. My question is, so as a new BCBA, you, you just go right into the CEUs or is there a grace period since you just tested or how does that work? So you can, you can go straight into your CEUs. Um, if you are going to, so that first year BCBA, you do have the opportunity to supervise, but you need a mentor when you're supervising. Um, but you have to, if you're supervising RBTs, if you're supervising for certificate, you have to go into the eight hour supervision class. So you do technically, immediately have access to those CEUs. Um, I suggest (laughs) there's a jet, like you probably, I don't know if you can hear it, but it is loud, loud. Um, (laughs) I suggest spreading them out. I don't, I personally don't think C32 is enough of a requirement. I do think that there needs to be a higher requirement. Um, but in two years, oh my gosh, I can't divide 32 by two, but um, so yes, you can jump straight into them, but I don't, and you, if you're supervising, jump straight into them. If not, I always say, take a break, take a minute, see if there's something you want to specialize in at now that you're a certificate and focus your CEUs there. Um, there are a lot of options to have free CEUs, um, to have, uh, CEUs you pay for um, and all those components. So as I mentioned earlier, there's a number of different ways to get your CEUs. So here are the three main categories. So there's learning CEUs, there's teaching CEUs, and there's scholarship. So learning CEUs are going to be what you get, like 
when you go to those conferences or when you um, watch a presentation or go to a presentation. So that's why those scan, when you scan in mm-hmm. at it or when you're listening to a podcast and those code words, if they're an ACE provider, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So attending events offered by those authorized ACE providers. And then um, additionally, so for that, you need the documentation. You need a certificate from the ACE provider. So um, now that that CAS conference is over, I'll get a certificate that lists right. all those that I had to scan into. So do you keep track of your own CEUs and then submit them at the end of your two-year? How does that work? Well, personally, I don't keep track of mine. They're on a spreadsheet for someone to help remind me for. Of course. But yes, <laughs> you should keep track of your own CEUs. Um those BCBAs, like Kelly, who are on top of it, upload into the portal as soon as they complete Oh, so you can do that? Yeah. Oh. Some BCBAs wait till the very end and then search through all of their documentation oh. and all their apps oh, I wonder and which. I wonder which one that would be. I don't know. I have... They're really unorganized, whoever they are. <laughs> that would, and they that is not a best practice. Not a best practice. Oh my gosh. I want to pull. But by the time this episode airs, hopefully I already got what I wanted. But you should send a message to our Facebook page at knowledge.now.solutions if you think I need a personal assistant. You, there is no funding for it. So the one. personal assistant, first of all, you have to be willing to let people help you do things. So during this, during this CEU event, which we're now we're off topic, but so it was a lot about burnout. We went to a lot about, um, the, the, the sessions we chose were a lot about culture, about meeting needs of our company and meeting the needs of us and all this other kind of stuff. She's like, I need a personal assistant. So while we're driving home, because we've now, you know, spent eight hours and we've spent every waking moment together (laughs) sleeping and now we're driving home and I'm like, okay, so as we're thinking about how we want things to look, I'm like, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And like, she makes this face when I know that she's like not super happy and it's better to have the face than the immediate, like, I don't know why you're trying to steal my joy. I don't know why you don't want me to be a part Okay, I'm also calling for those in part of our care who were at CASP in our caregiver training. I think she's making up my voice. Oh my gosh. But anyway, so she has to, um, and I think this is with all of us, when we're super passionate about something, and this was the whole thing about burnout, like we have to be able to really look at what we want to do and what we can do and then what we're willing to have help with. And so once you can clearly... Like tell what you want help with, what you're willing to do and all that. Then we can discuss the personal assistant. Okay. So I don't even know. I need a prompter. What about that? Stop. Don't talk. Wait. (laughs) Think. Who's not related to me or a friend? Yeah. Because anyone else, I don't know. Okay. No, you won't listen to anyone. There's I would know where my questions were. Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Um, Okay. So you should, if you're going to CEU, you're a new BCBA or you are getting your CEUs. If you're not in ABA and some other, you should upload your CEUs as you do them into whatever portal or however however they record them. Do not do as Britt does. Do as Britt teaches. 
That's story of my life. Story yes. of your life. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, another way to get the continuing <laughs> education through the learning is um, completing didactic behavior analytic coursework. A lot of times this happens if you are a BCABA and you're going to your BCBA, okay. you can count that coursework. If you're a BCBA and you're going to get your well, you're not one yet. I know, yeah. but that's not fair. So if you're going to get your PhD yeah, no. and you take BCBA courses, then those count. Um, and what you need for those are the syllabi and the transcripts that go with them. Yeah. A doctoral degree is a terminal degree. And that means that that's kind of the end final. I'm not getting a Unless double. Unless you get more. I'm not getting another oh, one. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm 110. You are not. Seriously. Just like, wait till you have to start paying back loans and yeah, you'll be like, what be like, else <laughs> can I get? Um, and then the other learning uh, continuing education credit is participating in the in certain BACB activities. And for that, you don't need documentation. Uh the BA, it will automatically be updated to your BACB account, which is nice. Um, what does that mean? What do you mean? Like participating in certain certi certification activities. Really? You can't have that one ready for me. So I haven't actually ever done that. I'm, I'm like, that makes no sense. Oh, so it might okay. be like subject matter expert groups. I should know this question. Okay. Well, um, yeah, because I'm like, I suppose you. Ha it has to be something connected to the BACB yeah, where they that can they, find it. Mm -hmm. They publish, put in there. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> the next is teaching. Oh, okay. Well, you can do that one. <laughs> they should know what that one means, right? So teaching ACE events. So when I teach a CU event or I teach a class, okay. I can count those. Um, you can count when you're a professor. Can you, you can't, not if it's not provided as a CU. Yeah. So teaching oh. university courses in behavior analysis. So everything oh. I teach counts. Okay. Um, so those, uh, so our caregiver response, responsive, culturally responsive caregiver training, mm -hmm. I'll get teaching credit for that for okay. my, my CEUs because it was an, it was a CU event and I was a teacher. Oh. Um, so for that one, you need documentation from the ACE provider. Usually it's kind of like a note that you taught the event. Um, additional with the university, you need the letter from the university, from the department chair. Um, and then your final one is the scholarship. So that's when I talked about publishing an article. So um, those of us who published, who were authors on the three articles that were waiting to get denied, um, if they don't get denied, oh my God. <laughs> if they don't get returned, we will get eight CEUs. CEUs well, I that. mean, honestly, I would rather you wait until I was a BCBA. Now that's going to be just pretend. CEUs Have you seen? The I, was that we're I, doing? Was I was kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Hannah. I was kidding. My research assistant is getting a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. We're really excited. I can't wait that until we talk about all of that. Oh, but goodness gracious! And then. Um, Additionally, writing a reviewer decision letter for an article. Ooh, I don't, I didn't know about that one. Dang. Um, so, writing a reviewer decision letter for an article on behavior analysis submitted to a peer-reviewed journal. So when, so those journal reviews that oh, I get yeah. and asked to be a peer review on, mm -hmm. um, and this is confirmation from the journal would be uh, the CEU. So one. Review is one CEO. Nice. And like I said, 32 is not a lot. And once you start actually keeping track of things and what you're doing. No, you like you would have got that. I'm right. So because over. if we went to CAS, 
And we went to, there were cast. I, I really liked how that conference was two day. Like you were in session or at the keynote. We're like actually the whole, three days. We just missed the first Yeah, we day. missed the first accreditation day. Um, but like it was, you would have 12 by the time you left there. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Like yeah. we, I think we learned, we learned a lot that I think we can take back. That's the other thing. When you're looking at CEUs, um, because there's flexibility in what you're getting that you really need to focus on not the things you know, but the things you don't know, or the things that you have um, earmarked as a place of growth, Mm -hmm. because there's so many opportunities for growth. Um, I, 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 so I try at conferences, this is my new, my new like conference attending process is I, cause normally I would go to things that I am super interested in that I feel like I already know. So like I automatically will gravitate towards organizational and like CASP was a lot more organizational, but like if we're at a conference that has a lot of diversity in sessions, I always gravitate towards leadership, um, anything with soft skills or communication, organizational management. Yeah. Hugs. No. Um, but so now my new theory is I'm going to go to those things that I know absolutely nothing about, which there's not a lot that I know absolutely nothing about because I'm, I should know something about a little bit, at least terminology. So when you go to ABAI, are you going to go to ones about rats? No, nothing about any, no, no exercise behavior management or animal behavior management. Nope. All done. (laughs) No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, but no, I think that's the way you need to really look at it. Like, cause and, uh, you know, it's a social event too. So you're like, Oh, everybody's going to that one. I'm going to go to that one. Cause that'll be good that we're all together. Or it's on the, it's on the same floor as the food. Oh, holy <laughs> so, so the floor, oh, oh my, my goodness. It, there were, there's four on, elevators. It was a lot. And it, there's not That's enough it. elevators. No. Um, but the food was really good. Yeah. So Brit, so this is why I stayed on the floor I needed to stay on because she was on a different floor and had like a 10 minute change to get to the other floor. Where'd you end up? Outside. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the stairwell. She got lost in the stairwell. But I was not alone in getting lost. A lot of us got Mur- lost. Could have been murdered. Well, it would have been a lot of us together. I don't know. <laughs> So when you're looking at CEUs, definitely look outside the box, look at things that you're not um, comfortable in, Uh, be okay with not knowing all the answers going into something. It's so much easier on like podcasts or when we sign up for CEUs to do, try different things. It's Mm -hmm. conferences that it it gets a little harder um, to, to, because you're so afraid you're going to be called on when you have no idea what anyone's talking about. Well, and so I'll go back to the question that you had about if you should start right away after you get certified. I, I almost would suggest going, getting those 32 documented and then the rest of your cycle, you can kind of just have fun and Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry as much about making sure you have those documentations um, because you've already met your 
your quota for that 32. So you can be a little more relaxed when you're yeah. attending and when you're... Yeah, make sure you have ethics or your supervision mm-hmm. if you are providing supervision. Okay, that's a whole nother subject too about supervision that I think we can do an episode on is how supervision works and who should supervise and who shouldn't supervise. Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I won't be 100% ready right after I get my BCBA. But then I feel like in other ways I am just because I'm old and life experience. And I feel like I have had really good teachers and mentors. So am I in a good place to be a supervisee or supervisor? Am I not? How does that look? What do we do? So lots of questions. About well, that. and we'll do an episode on that because that's why we do the tier system. So you're not, you're not a supervisor mm-hmm. by yourself yeah. to start with you. You have a team. There's a whole team. Um, yeah. when it comes to that. So Cause I do love good, doing yes. that stuff. Yeah. Other episode, new, different episode. Okay. So <laughs> layman's turns. I already did that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was I not listening? No. Oh, hmm. you never listen ever. <laughs> I've had a very trying day. Um, okay. Real life examples. So <laughs> I couldn't think of any real life examples for CEUs. I'm like, there's all these instances. Does this a CEU? Is this not a CEU? Which I think we can, like, you need to make sure they're an ACE provider if they're a CEU, mm-hmm. right? If I'm going to listen to, oh, oh, that's different because that's my hours to get my supervision. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't really have one. So I came up with one because I've watched a bunch of Friends episodes as we were sitting at conference, partying like rock stars, eating our chocolate cake that did not get smashed. So here's my here's my example. Ross is going to the paleontologist conference where he is the keynote speaker. He has invited all of his friends along with him. Will they be able to get CEUs for attending his um, keynote? So if Ross is a BCBA paleontologist (laughs) and it is a BCBA conference, uh, he will get teaching CEUs for presenting. His friends, however, will not get CEUs, but will probably get a little tipsy. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That mm-hmm. really helps me put that real life CEU into, into perspective. Okay. Yeah. So I have pop quiz. Who needs CEUs? All licensed BCBAs, BCABAs. RBTs don't need CEUs, do they? Do they? Um... I would say no. You are correct. But BCABAs and BCBAs do. Yes. And BCBADs. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll look at how smart I am. <laughs> look at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think, do we have anything else exciting or crazy that happened? No, that's no. probably it for this episode. I think we've... I think we talked at a rate of somebody should record how fat, how many words we did in, in that (laughs) because I, I, we talked really fast. Okay. It's been exhausting. Okay. She loved me, loved me, loved me, loved me, loved. She loved me like nobody else. So now it's time (laughs) for mom to provide a score from one to five on my teaching. One is I will find another, a different teacher. Two, you didn't <laughs> yell at me. Three, it could go either way. Four, good thing I taught, I taught you well. And five, I love learning from my daughter. Now, remember what you said at the beginning <laughs> of this. 
<laughs> okay, so I will give you a five only because Woo! she's never given me a perfect score In ever. In the panic of not <laughs> <laughs> of the of the debacle of me learning or teaching or whatever I was doing up up in the playroom um, for BSA, you were able to explain a graph without talking slow to me. And I totally understood it afterwards. So I am giving you a five. Also, I do feel like you were ex able to explain CEUs. Plus I love CEUs. Like I love going to conferences. I love doing training. That's why I okay. do what I do. So I good job. That. Thank you. And because you gave me a five, I'm going to bypass the fact that you called it a graph, but it wasn't actually oh, a graph. What was it was it? a figure. Now it's a four. <laughs> It was a system analysis. It was like a bot. It was a, a flow chart. chart. A flow chart. It's just it like a, a to-do list is a task analysis. Okay, whatever. That <laughs> wraps it up for another episode of Teaching My Mother ABA. Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram at knowledge.now.solutions and check out all the events we have going on um, from CUs to mentorship to curriculum development. And don't forget, sign up for our Be In The Know Patreon to access... <laughs> to assess... To, to assess. Actually, to assess. Assess. Yeah. <laughs> assess and access some amazing freebies. Thank you to Kate Now Behavioral Solutions for sponsoring, teaching my mother ABA, and for pretty easy podcasting for listening through all of this. And making us sound amazing. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> and remember, it's all fun and games until you have to teach your mother ABA.